Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid Show. Thank you for joining us today and making the American Made and Paid Show a part of your daily listening uh, diet, I guess. <laughs> That's a new intro here. Got Professor Dreg with me. I'm your host, Zach King. We're going to talk a little bit today about police suicides. Now, we've covered police officers very extensively on this show, kind of talked about, you know, how they are, I guess, the strong arm of progressive cities, uh, talked about to some degree what they stand for, what they do, and a lot of times criticize their incompetence as well. Now, I'm not against police officers. I just want to say that very, very clearly. I think most of you who've been listening to me for a while know that I'm not against police officers, but I am advocating for the fact that they are, number one, better trained, more educated, number two, and that we don't just put firearms into the hands of just crazy people because clearly the barrier to entry is not as high as it could be. We've talked about the education level. We've talked about, uh, you know, dangerous situations involving cops and professor Dreg, you brought up something about police suicide. So can you touch a little bit more on that since that's probably going to be what we talk about? We have, we've talked about cops and their jobs, but police suicides, I feel like it's swept under the rug a little bit here. Yeah, well, not a little bit. This is a huge, huge issue. Um, and let me start off by saying the reason why we have to cover this is because we made the claim that progressive ideology is death. Right. And everything about them is death. Uh, abortions, killing babies, that's death. Um, you know, how they view... Mm -hmm you know, uh, uh, with the educational system taking, uh, you know, no more pledge of allegiance because of the word God, not even school prayer. It's just the pledge of allegiance because they mention God. Well, got to take it out. <clears throat> and that's death. <clears throat> and part of me, uh, realizing that there's a real God, you know, and I don't understand it most of it. <laughs> and it's the truth. I don't understand it. But realizing it, I totally am starting to see why there is a death culture on the streets. Right. And part of that death culture are the cops. Because why? It's, look, the biggest police forces are all in progressive cities. The progressive cities use the police as, uh, as the tax collectors against the poor. Sure. And they, they collect the taxes by any means necessary. And one of those means is through shooting people and, as and you know, issuing parking tickets. And you know, yeah. no, but it's the, truth. it's the truth. We've talked about that extensively here. And, well, okay. So I'm working on a case right now where, and I could talk about the city, the city of Vallejo, right? Okay. And that's a real progressive, you know, dump. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of crime, a lot of whatever, but 
I discovered a video, and this is on YouTube. <clears throat> it's a cop, uh, you know, chasing some dude who was on a bicycle. And uh, eventually the guy on the bike gets trapped in a, some kind of alleyway or like a park. And uh, the cop is all by himself. Right. So he starts tasing the guy and then, <laughs> you know, but you know, starts tasing the guy, the guy hits the floor. But then uh, for whatever reasons, the guy, the cop doesn't talk. He doesn't deescalate the situation. He just automatically went for the taser. The guy went down. And for some reason, he let him up. Because like, maybe he was waiting for backup to handcuff him. I don't know. But either way, the guy recovered and you know so the cop was white that the, the suspect was black the and it's important because it really is uh important to note race here uh because it, it sets up the mentality so the police officer was tasing him and he had a flashlight in his hand for some reason he didn't handcuff him didn't use any words to hey stay on the ground and let me handcuff you or whatever yep um <laughs> Long story. I know. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> hey. Anyways, the long no story. Short, the uh, the the uh, the black guy. Yeah. Took the flashlight away from the cop, and you know, I don't even know why he went for the flashlight, but he did. <laughs> and he took away the flashlight. Maybe he thought it was a gun. I don't know. But either way, the black dude took away the flashlight from the from the cop. So that cop ended up shooting him. And uh, yeah, I don't know if the guy died or not. They don't show that part. They just show, because it's on YouTube. If you, if, if you guys want to, you know, search, uh, you know, Vallejo police officer shooting or whatever. Like the, the police department literally put it on, on there to justify what happens. Like, see, at this point, the, the guy, whatever, you know, the, the suspect uh -huh. takes officers thing but here's the thing that people don't like the Vallejo police department doesn't realize the dude should have used de-escalation techniques the guy should have never went chasing after him by himself right and that's the thing like remember we we're talking about this these cops only make 260 dollars a day to put their life at risk sure sure and for 260 bucks you're gonna tell me I'm going to get beat up by some dude. Like, cause I don't want to say tough he got job. I mean, it's a tough job. And unfortunately in, in a lot of situations like that, they're not even adequately instructed to defend themselves properly. De-escalation is one thing, but it's like in a dangerous situation. We'll see, but that's the point. De-escalation is the most important technique. You have to be able to verbalize to people before you use physical force, because you know, like, I've been in situations because, you know, I work in the club industry and there was a, I'm not kidding you. There was some dude in the ladies bathroom and I'm not a big imposing person. I'm not, I'm super skinny. And uh, well, I used to be super skinny. Um, <laughs> now I'm just skinny. <laughs> but anyway, so this dude was starting shit with this girl in the bathroom and everybody's like hey man get him out and i was like hey look you're in the ladies restroom i don't want any trouble uh you're a pretty big dude so just can we just agree just that you walk out and uh the dude goes what and he swung at me and i'm thinking oh man so i just stepped back he missed and then with his own power you know how like you do a right hook yeah with all your might so his own because he missed me he spun 
when he spun, I put a little cobra clutch on him. And uh, <laughs> if you guys know who Slaughter and Slaughter is from the WWF in the old days, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, uh, so, so anyway, <laughs> you know, she makes an appearance. She's like, hey, I'm back. But anyway, so uh, I put him in a little sleeper, but I don't put any pressure on him. I say, hey, look, I got you. You cannot move. Can we just go? I'm going to let you go, but we're going to walk out of the bathroom. No harm, no foul. Right. <laughs> and I said, I swear to you, do not swing on me again. I'm going to let you go. No harm, no foul. I told him twice. Anyway, and as soon as, as, soon as we walked out of the bathroom, <laughs> that guy just turned around and swung at me again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. So then, I, you know, again, he missed because I stepped back. Right. Sleeper, but this time I banged his head against the phone because in the old days we had phone booths. Like oh, yeah. Pay phones. Yeah. So I banged his head on the payphone that was all against the wall. And I'm like, look, I'm going to let go. This is the second time you already swung at me and you missed. I said, do not swing on me again because you will get throttled. Not by me, but by all of these dudes around looking at you who are a lot bigger than me. And, and, I, and then I said, are we cool? And, he, you know, he's, he nodded his head up and down like he was cool. So then he turned around and he goes, now what? Come on. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, about four, you know, four of the bouncers, they just throttled him. And they just throw him out the back way. And I'm thinking, but you know what I mean? And, and But there are times to use force. Sure. So how, keep going, but how does this relate back to police suicides? Well, see, but that's the point. See, police are not trained to to give people multiple choices. Like Options, right? Options, yeah. You're not, because look, the dude was bigger than me. He had like 80 pounds on me. I would have destroyed him, but because I'm confident in my skills, do you I'm think, not going to just Do you think cops just lack him? behavior skills training? Is that the big thing? Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about physical fighting skills. No, I know, but well, at the same time, that's obviously not always going to be the option to de-escalating a situation. Oh, no, no, no. But, okay, you can't use de-escalation techniques if you don't have, you know, some sort of confidence in your fighting skills. Like, if you know you could disarm a person with a gun or a knife, you're not going to be as scared as a person who has no training at all. Right. And most yeah, cops, makes- like this cop on the video, he had, you could tell he has no behavior. Like, look, he doesn't have an education. <clears throat> and, and obviously, he doesn't have any fighting skills. So he's automatically afraid in his situation. And that's why they use deadly force. He used deadly force, whether this guy is dead or not, that, that's, you know, it's irrelevant to what we're talking about. But the thing is like this, without physical training, and this is why I'm a big advocate for every single cop. Like if you want to be a cop, you have to bench at least, and I mean a minimum of 305. Because if you can't bench press 305, if you can't squat like 650, then you have no business being a police officer. Because 650 is nothing. 305 is nothing. That's not even three plates. It's like two plates and maybe a, a, a 35 plate or something. You know? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not much. But here's the thing. Because these guys lack training, a lot of these people – you know, these cops are involved in, you know, they call them, um, you know, police officer shootings, like a POS police officer shooting, whatever, or, or 
OID or whatever. I, I, I forget the acronyms that the people use. But because of this training, because of the things that we've been saying, and this is, and this is something only unique mm-hmm. in progressive police departments, you know, in progressive cities. You don't find this in conservative, you know, Christian cities because the cops are Christians. So because the police officers are Christian men, they're going to respect the Constitution. They are going to, you know, if they're going to give you a ticket, they're going to give you a ticket. They're not going to search you for other crimes that you may or may not. Because here's the point. Christian cops do not act as detectives. All they want to do is protect the people. That's it. That's all they want to do. And, um, you know, for the most part, and that's why in you know conservative cities with no hint of progressive ideology you will see that town or city is just like mayberry like uh, from the andy griffin show and uh, that's that's a throwback show from like the 30s or the 40s but that's that's reality that is what christianity brings to your society mm-hmm. so we are now talking about cities ran by the devil I'm not kidding you. It's the truth with uh, the carnal mind running amok in these progressive cities. So let me give you uh, some stats. These are real stats uh, given by um, this organization called bluehelp.org. And people are really trying to do their best to give mental uh, mental health services to police officers. But, okay, so... In the line of duty, these are all the deaths. So in, in 2016, 64 police officers across the country were killed by gunfire. You know, bad guys shooting them. Uh, in, in 2017, 45 cops were killed by, by so it went down uh, a bit, by 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then in, in last year, in 2018, 52 cops were shot, you know, shot to death. And uh, it happens, you know, so it, it, there was an uh, uptick. You know, and we know three of those cops were in Dallas during that parade, the Black Lives Matter parade. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Another progressive type city or whatever. Because everybody thinks Texas is this big bastion of conservatism, but it's not. Texas is is like 55% conservative and 45% um, progressive. So there's a lot. But anyway, so. You know, this is like might be a little odd. How many cops do you think died by being struck by a train? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what are the what's the data? No, but it's that's funny. Zero in 2017, one in 2016, and two in 2018. Hmm. So you know, and that's just a freak accident. Uh, vehicle pursuits, you know, like them getting like you know high speed chases or you know just being chased down. Uh, there was four in 2016, six in 2018, and five in 2000, uh, 2017. Uh, you know, people trying to run over cops with their car, 13 in 2016, six in 2017, and eight people were struck you know, to death with their vehicle assaults, eight in 2018. Uh, let's see. Automobile crashes, just like, you know, a lot of cops just don't know how to drive. It's a big thing. And uh, so 20 in 2016 and 26 in 2018. That's a lot. 
uh, motorcycle crash. Because, uh, you know, it's, you know, when we were doing research in Salinas, that's the only time a police officer has ever been killed in a line of duty in Salinas, California. A cop uh, was on his motorcycle in the rain, slipped, hit a tree, and he died uh, way back in the 50s. But anyway, so, but nationally, three cops in 2018 died with motorcycle accidents. Uh, what else? Exposure to toxins, zero. One in 2017. Oh, 9-11 uh, related incidences. So this is unique to New York and uh, New Jersey. Sure. 14 died in 2018 from, from the toxins from 9-11. From the fumes. Yeah, but with the this is, these are all deaths. Or these are not suicides. So let's talk. Yeah, but okay. So now, remember those numbers. This is my point. The highest number being gunfire. 52 in 2018 in suicides right that's why i'm giving you numbers here there's reasons why i'm setting this up in the suicide rate for cops nationally in 2016 was 140 remember in 2000 the highest uh the next lowest would have been uh the next you know highest number of deaths during that line of duty would have been 64 in gunfire. Uh-huh. That's insane. 140 suicides versus 64 gunfire attacks. That's insane. Do the math. 64 times two, twice as much. You have a twice as much likely to kill yourself if you're a cop than you are getting confronted by some dude in the streets. Uh, in 2017, the gunfire tax was 45, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, and the suicide rate was 159. Huh. So 159 cops committed suicide in 2017 versus, and, and if you add up all the numbers, six vehicle assaults, five vehicle pursuits, one unidentified death, four people struck by vehicles, you know, given tickets, one person struck by a team. You know, with the knife attack, you know how many people died from being stabbed to death as cops in 2018? Zero. <laughs> Only one in 2017. So, you know, more people die of heart attacks. There's 16 heart attacks during the line of duty. So when you add up heart attacks, gunfire, drowned, automobile crashes. So, like, the, it's amazing how heart attacks, automobile crashes, and suicides, which is all something a cop could have prevented, it's way higher than what other people do to them. It's insane. Right. So, so I see what you're saying. These are all preventable deaths and things that were brought on to themselves, you would say, well, as opposed I mean, to being caught on the streets. 17 people died of heart attacks on the line of duty. How, how many police officers died of heart attacks? That's a lot. 17. That's a lot. That's, that's more than you're going to look. You have a higher chance of dying of a heart attack than you do of getting stabbed to death or, or being, uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, chasing down a, a criminal. So, but I want to focus on suicides because in 2018, the same number, 159 people committed suicide. That's insane. That is more than every other related online death. I mean, line of duty death for cops. More than any, all of them combined. When you add gunfire, accidental gunfire, 
you know, dog attacks or other animals. Right. You know, everything you can think of, suicides are the highest. And that's totally preventable, obviously, but it goes back to what, I'm, uh, what we so had said earlier. What's the why here? Is this basically just talk, diving back into progressive culture? Yeah, but here's the thing. These cops are given no training, no education, but given a gun and a permit to kill. Right, right. And these cops, I mean, how many police officer shootings that involve, you know, that actually kill people happen every year? It's a lot. It's way more than the yeah. suicides. Mm -hmm. But, and here's the thing. And the reason why these numbers keep going up every year is because it's the same thing. And, and I spoke about this before earlier. Uh, in early episodes, you know, when we're talking about the military and why I'm against fighting, mm -hmm. because the human mind is not made for killing people. Right. It's not. And the thing is, when you talk to an officer who's actually killed somebody, I guarantee you this, because we spoke about this before, how that one cop, he killed, you know, that one lady's son, the dude was crying. Because, you know, even though it happened years ago, he's still crying about it. Why? Because, and I think this is why it's one of the commandments, thou shalt not kill. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a reason for it because the human mind cannot comprehend killing somebody, watching somebody. I'm telling you now, like, and, and you know, I, I'm a trained medical professional. And, and I've seen people, you know, pass away, you know, because like, dude, I've seen a dude die from constipation. Right. It, it's, it's, dude, like certain things will always haunt you. Just watching people pass away. Yeah. I've seen it with my own eyes. I know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And, and that, and when you're responsible for killing somebody and they're bleeding out, dude, it's a scary thing to watch. Mm -hmm. It really is. And, 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 you know, these cops, you know, they, they have no training in this. So for years, they're walking around with this image that they are murderers. They are killers. And then they take it on their wives. They take it on their kids. And eventually, it's just too much for them. And they live with this for 10 years, 15 years. And then by the time they hit 40, 45, they've had enough. And boom, they kill themselves. And, and, and you know, I mean, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. It's like, do these guys go to hell? Do they go to heaven? What, what happens to them? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there is no justification for killing somebody. There isn't. I don't care what a person does. He could be the worst child molester. He could be the worst, um, you know, murderer or whatever. I can't think of anything worse than a child molester. But, you know, whatever, whatever these people are, to kill somebody, it's not the answer. It's just not, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a hell for a reason. But the thing is, these people mm -hmm. are in dire need of, of not just help, but they, you know, like, I, I, I'm, I hate to say this, but I honestly believe that there has to be some sort of I don't want to say religious training because, you know, they'll say, oh, it's against the Constitution. But there has to be some sort of at least constitutional training and a religious training that is, you know, coherent 
or complementary with the Constitution. And the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be some sort of Christian type of training where people understand, you know, the why and how to use force. Right. That, that is actually, a, 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 I don't want to say biblical because I think it's more like a Jesus saying. Yeah, you know, like about turning the other cheek and 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 doing all these other things. Like people have to understand these things in their policing, and that is the only way. It, it, well, you hate to say things like this, but because conventional wisdom is this: criminals are always going to be bad. Blah 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 blah. But that's actually not true, <laughs> right? Because with the okay so and this actually comes back to education in the old days it was commonplace that there was some sort of like religious training in the schools in the public school system right and you know and i think in black schools there was more christian training than there was of science and math Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i think they were so good at agriculture it was just second nature so they really didn't break it down well, you want to also know something that I have to mention because I want to hear what you have to say, but I also have to add that Christian training, you've said it yourself when you look at biblical principles of how to treat each other, how to live, how to manage money, how to run business, that all used to be part of our education. That's what produced independent thinkers and innovators. And like, dude, you you ask any any innovator, it's like any really ridiculously influential person there's the element of god okay da vinci did what he did because he was talking to god michelangelo did too and part of our education system before the american atheists took over was dude prayer in schools like and here's the thing about the prayer thing it's communal and it encourages almost like brotherly love for one another so even without being explicit people are going to have a good guided sense of morality because it's coming from the Bible. It's coming from truth and that's gone. So you know how at the same time when, when all that happened, people are always like searching for truth and searching for what's right and everything. Yeah. Cause it got taken out and people are only finding out about it later because we removed it. It hasn't been like that for like, 80 years or 100 years. It, it was, yeah, exactly. Because somebody was telling me that, and, and I, because this dude is an expert in education, but he was telling me how in the old days, they literally taught out of the Bible and they, like, biblical parables were actually English assignments. <laughs> that's what they said. That's what he told me. And I was like, I, I was like, I believe like, it. I believe Why? it. Like that. They didn't have like Shakespeare. They had biblical parables. Yeah. And, and that was their English assignment. So I was like, you're kidding. It's like, no, that's how it used to be. And I'm like, wow. And, but either way, but that's my point. So th the reason why we're talking about education right now is because in, you know, like, you know, like those 10 rules for radicals or the communist manifesto or whatever, mm -hmm. the number one thing, and it, we, you know, and we have to say this communists are all atheists they believe in you know no god no you know just like me how i used to be there there is no god there is no hell there's no heaven there's nothing there's no evil there's no good everybody's neutral you know what i mean and it's just upbringing like your genetic predisposition of things is going to determine how you are 
So that's how, you know, because that's what science teaches. You want to know what's also required reading in school since you touched on that? You ever read The Giver? That's no. communism. I mean, it's, what's that about? It's like a dystopian future where people can't have memories or emotions or anything. It's given by the giver. And it's, 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 I, I mean, who wrote it? That sounds stupid, but funny. Lois Lowry. I mean, no, nah, this was required reading in fifth grade. We took that out and we put in books like The Giver, George Orwell, 1984, Animal Farm, which actually I don't mind. I think Animal Farm, yeah. that, that's kind of like, what you don't want right but yeah and the same thing with 1984 yeah like, yeah you you, you do need, I, I think that that's important and all that but you know we got books like the giver we're reading out of shakespeare and everything there's nothing wrong with that but it's like man if you're gonna go for that kind of stuff you might as well put biblical parables back in we'll, we'll see but that's the point they wrote those stories trying to warn people if you take god out that's this is what's gonna happen yeah and the same thing with the uh, Brave New World. Yeah, Aldous Huxley. That's great. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's like those types of stories was a warning to not take religion out. <laughs> and we're like, you know, uh, but anyway. So, um, yeah, that was so weird. Like in Brave New World, even the uh, thing was called Soma. You know, and I'm thinking, and there's literally a medication named that. But anyway, yeah, yeah, no, Brave New World is trippy because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, and then no, the guy runs to like some other reservation. He like leaves the city or whatever, and then I, I don't, I read Brave New World a long time ago, but it's yeah, no, no, but those are those are good books. Like uh, Animal Farm Two was a political, uh, it's a political book. Yeah, and they're talking. But anyway, but but going back to um, this education aspect, so. The whole point for communism to be successful is to, you know, you got to be an atheist, but their whole plan is the first step is you have to take over the educational system. And that's what's happening now. It's happening like they've, and they've been working on this since the sixties and now it's, you know, or to 2020, uh, it's already been 60 years. So 60 years into the future, they're succeeding. Yeah. You know, God and religion is out of the progressive cities. They have armed a bunch of illiterate, immoral people because, look, I mean, I know, like I said, I'm no saint. I don't really know the Bible, but, you know, so I guess I'm immoral too. But, uh, well, I'm a sociopath. I already said that. But see, but this is the point. These cops who kill themselves, that's proof that they're not sociopaths because they want Okay, so the end game for progressive ideology is to turn everybody into a bunch of sociopaths. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're an atheist, you literally shut off your soul. Like, you have no, like, it's, you don't know, like, there is no such thing as good or evil. It's just, you know, like, it's animal kingdom. Like, all animals attack each other. It's just part of science. It's a part of evolution. It's a part of you know what's supposed to happen so the purpose of overtaking the educational system is to turn everybody into a bunch of robots with no feelings no soul they just do what the giver tells them to do <laughs> i without even reading that book the giver but i'm pretty sure the giver would have a police force that would be uh that would mirror what we see today mm -hmm. so the police force come on these dudes they have a gang mentality and that's the 
that's what they successfully done without God. But, but without here's, some- here's the thing about police without God, right? Even though I am advocates of policing, like I said in previous episodes, and we've talked about the incompetence of police officers, the injustice that's caused because of a lack of training, like police is has become a thing where we take people and we turn them into police officers and almost they, 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 they almost don't become civilians anymore. They just become people who uphold the law and, you know, are vigilant in protecting communities or detectives, right? Going after people. Whereas like you, when we've talked about this in the old days with context, right? Well, civil government at the local level should be law enforcement where it's, number one, training by competent individuals, but people who actually want to do it. So a form of self-policing, a form of like community policing, kind of like what we've always talked about with the old days with the sheriff, right? It's like, the, but the sheriff was also, I don't know, the guy that ran the grocery store. And, you know, his, his, deputies, yeah. his deputies were the saloon managers or the innkeepers and stuff. It's like, hey, this guy is running wild robbing people's homes let's go get them they grab the wanted poster and he'd go get the innkeeper he'd go get the guy from the liquor store and then they all go after them but what i'm trying to say is it's not like an industry therefore it's not going to be corrupted at at a large scale because you know you've talked about scaling back the police force right we've talked about how the mayor is a strong arm of this police force and if you got a progressive mayor then like you know when you have antifa attacks and progressive cities they're not going to do anything there are literally these anti-fascists, as they call them, right? Even Keith Ellison, that guy who supports them, um, attacking people in the streets. That journalist, Andy Ngo, that got attacked, he had brain hemorrhages and everything. Police were yeah. to stand down, 100%. And I think that for people who aren't psychopaths, who are not psycho, that yeah. isn't an injustice. Because I'm willing to bet that there's good cops that are like, dude, this sucks. Like, well, I can't do anything about it. Point. All of these cops committing suicide are good people because it's, you know, they, they are dealing with like, cause I hate to say things like this cause I, I, have, I have no scientific proof of this, but, and then I'm going to sound like an idiot to like most of the people I know. <laughs> fine, it's fine. This isn't an open dialogue. It's an independent thinking show. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the things I say are theories. These are just my thoughts, right? No, 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 no. But I say things with absolute certainty. And I am absolutely certain that this whole thing about killing other people is it has to be ran by like demonic forces or evil like there because there has to be some sort of because if it's true that God has no dominion over the carnal mind. And all of this stuff that we see in progressive ideology is 100% carnal. There is no, I mean, come on, think about it. Wait, give me a second. Let me, can I pause this for a second? Yeah. Let me take this call real quick. Yeah. So what were you saying about the cop suicides and the religion? Like, I know that these are mostly good people we were talking about, right? But the oh, problem. So ahead. I believe, this is what I believe, uh, that this honest to God is I, and this and, and I was talking about why I don't want to say this because it's gonna sound crazy. Uh, but this this whole thing about cops killing everybody, da 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 da, progressive cities. This is 
and I'm saying, let me say this first before I, I say what I said earlier. Sure. The reason the, the facts behind what I have is just based on Romans. The whole thing about how God doesn't control the carnal mind. Right. And because of that, this has to be controlled by demonic forces. Has to be because something, because I just don't believe it's a part of human nature to just kill one another. Even if you don't believe in God or anything else, because, you know, a lot of atheists just don't kill each other. They just don't. Uh-huh. But they love controlling other people. That's what atheists do. They love to control other people, which is probably why I'm so good at, you know, as they say, uh, enhance in, interrogation techniques. <laughs> Seriously, I worked a lot in that, and uh, I'm good at it. <laughs> but why? Because, you know, I was an atheist. And that's what atheists do. They love to control others. They hate, they will never kill somebody, but they sure love to tell other people to kill on your behalf. It's like what they say, chicken hawks. Uh, but that, but, but, but I honestly believe this is just has to be demonic forces. There has to, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I mean, I wish I had the research or something, but my gut is telling me that that like the devil is real, but it wouldn't be the devil. This isn't the devil's work because the devil, in theory, would be a good-looking dude, you know, charming your way into hell. But demonic forces like ugly-ass demons, like the way you see in the movies, yeah. I believe it has to be something like that, something ugly, something very powerful. You're not wrong. That's all biblical. It's, you know, that's all very real. When you say demonic forces, because here's the thing. Uh, one of my pastors was talking about psych- psychotic reprobates. All right. Now these are because it's like they have no remorse. They have no emotion. And some people have been conditioned to the point where they have no regard for human life, human beings. And there's no way to take them out of that. Like they're just psychotic. Like some of these serial killers, when you think of people like Ted Bundy, like, dude, Something's wrong with you. Yeah. I'm kidding. Sociopaths have no. The way I know that you're not a sociopath, you're not psycho. You're not. You're actually, and you got to thank your Christian. But but, but, but you got no, you do, you do, because you got to thank your Christian parents for this, because think about it, right? You value human life, and you may not have remorse in the sense like you don't care what people think, but you know it's wrong. You know that killing yeah, people no, is no, but wrong. See, that's what makes you a social. You know you, it's wrong. I mean, I don't do it, but you know it's wrong, but you do it anyway. And that's what makes sociopaths so much more dangerous than a psychopath. I think it's but, the other way around. It's psychopaths because those are cold and calculated, and you don't know they're crazy. Well, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, you don't know they're crazy, but a psychopath doesn't know he's crazy. Where a sociopath knows it's crazy, you know, because they know the difference between right and wrong. A psychopath, they're crazy, and that's why they don't know it's huh. wrong. Because there's right. like a lot of people that just want to see the earth burn. I mean, shit, there's that well, I forgot the Joker quote from The Dark Knight. Yeah, I mean- yeah, yeah. No, but Tim, Tim, uh, Tim Pohl said he met some guy and he interviewed him, and he said he just wanted to see chaos. He wanted to see the earth burn, just like uh, he wanted. He, that's why he was working at Facebook or Twitter, because that's what he wants. He he yeah. loves. It. I believe it. But uh, but anyway, so 
I want to talk about demonic forces for a bit. Uh, everybody knows, this isn't a secret, that the communists, who are all atheists, they wanted to infiltrate our schools. Why? Because everybody knows. Everybody. I don't care where you're at. You could be in Israel. Everybody calls, like nobody ever calls Germany a Christian country. They just never, they just never do. Everybody thinks that Germany is like, oh, these guys are crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they might try to take over the world one day. Same thing with English people. They don't see, you know, England as a Christian country. They just don't. Right. They see it as a monarchy and, and some kind of weird type of bastardization of Christianity. But everybody sees the United States as a Christian country. Everybody right. knows this. So on that note, the communists knew that you have to infiltrate the educational system where religion is taught at an early age, uh, especially in the old black schools. I mean, they didn't, weren't taught Shakespeare. They were taught, you know, parables for right. English. So if they can get all of that out, they can create a society that we are living in today. And that's basically what happened for, and they've been doing this since 1913. And uh, it's been well over a hundred years. Yeah. And now look, we went from having police officers because you were right in your earlier assessment about police officers being a part of the community. Right. I'm not kidding you. I, I'm. I remember when as a kid, there was this one officer, Officer McGuffin. And I'll say his name. Uh, he was like an old school cop, man, and he was like a friend. Some something was going down. Uh, because, you know, my family, they're not saints. <laughs> but, you know, Officer McGuffin was not a judgmental dude. He was like a big, giant white boy. I mean, I was short, so I was a baby. Not a baby, but I was like a young kid, like maybe first, second grade. And uh, so right. this dude was a giant, you know, to a little second grader. And, uh, you know, he'd come by the house, check up on us, you know, just, hey, what's up? Or he'd play, you know, baseball. I'm not kidding. This big-ass white boy would play baseball with us. I believe it. Yeah. In, the, in the corner lot. And, uh, you know, and, and dude, like, everybody respected him. You know, all the blacks, all the Samoans, everybody respected this dude because he would also go to the church. Uh, like, there was this Baptist church on the corner. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'd go there. He'd go to the church and, and, and he didn't even live in the neighborhood, but he still went to church. He still, and he wasn't, you know, when he was in church, he would dress up in a, in a suit and then he'd go change it to his cop uniform afterwards. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. he'd do. And, uh, oh man. But anyway, so I remember the old days when cops were honestly, everybody wanted to be a cop, you know, not back just, in the days. Uh, yeah. Back in the old. Yeah. No, it wasn't just because of Officer McGovern, but you know, it was just like, you want to be an astronaut, firefighter, police officer, even a mailman. You know what I mean? Like, those are all respectable jobs. Now it's like, oh, government employees, you know, they suck ass. Yeah. But in the old days, those jobs were respectable, like an astronaut, doctor, lawyer. All of those jobs were respectable. But now that the communists have successfully taken religious, you know, I don't want to say religious, Christianity out of our schools, think about it. We know more about Islamic faith and the Jewish faith than they do of Christian faith right. in our schools today. They, they teach a lot about Ramadan and whatever that Jewish holiday is. I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, Passover? 
No. Yeah, Passover. Or or no Hanukkah? No, not Hanukkah. Uh, uh, what's the? There's another one. Man, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. But there, there's like one of them Jewish holidays. You, you know what I mean? And, and they know about like they deliberately teach about things like that, and they don't teach about Christianity because they just assume everybody knows it, which is not true. So because you got all of this we don't know anything about christian religion anymore mm-hmm. we don't know any of the parables because i'm telling you that parable of the guy the good samaritan the parable of the money changers the parable of just a lot of these parables that jesus was talking about with the romans without that our society is lost lost and now that we're lost guess who's not lost whatever demons allows police officers to, and this is the thing, a police officer who is scared, who is filled with fear, is going to open himself up into something that only Moses experienced. And it's, I mean, because, you know, my math is a little fuzzy, but we're getting there. I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way how Moses was able to travel, demons could also travel the same way. And I don't want to say possessed, but they take over these people because it makes no sense. This like in any normal situation, this guy would probably know how to act and react because, you know, like the, the, I'm going back to the Vallejo police officer. Uh, if this dude was at, well, no, I, well, I automatically thought of something that's not true because there was a police officer who's off duty police officer shot and killed somebody at Costco. Right. Right. It was a retarded dude. Like the dude was retarded, some big guy and they were waiting in the food court and uh, the cop killed a retarded dude at Costco. You know, (laughs) you know, Mexican cop killed a Mexican retard. Yeah. You know? And and so, but without that exception, I want to still make that my point. In a normal situation, but, but maybe this is proof that demonic forces are so entrenched into our society that this is what's happening now. It's, but it, like 10 years ago, it's unfathomable to believe that a police officer is going to shoot and kill a random person over a dispute. Um, but then, like I said, the Costco thing blows that theory. But but maybe it's because demonic forces are so strong that it's even permeating into that's the progression. First, you know, they they make killing only in the line of duty. Right now, killing is happening off the line of duty, where it's just okay. Hey, look, I'm threatened. I'm always going to be fearful. I'm always going to be uh, afraid of everybody because I'm a cop. And that's the thing, like cops are afraid of society. They're afraid of all the people because in their mind, they have been trained to believe all people are bad and they have to protect the weak. But they're not protecting the weak. They have literally became the weak. They've become the hunted and they're being hunted by themselves, by their own demons. And because I'm telling you now something. Okay, so this is why I'm making this a big deal. And, and I really wanted to focus on God and religion is because in biology, everybody knows every animal 
no matter how brainless they are, even if they're just a bunch of nerves, every animal on this planet has an instinctual will to stay alive. Mm -hmm. They will fight to stay alive. Any animal, any plant, everything that lives has a will to stay alive. Right. Even babies in the womb. And we've seen that graphically. Yeah, I know. When you told me that, I was like, fuck, man. Like, see, <laughs> that freaks me out, man. I'm thinking, I know. I know. But see, that's why you're not psycho. Because you feel something. Like, no, no. I mean, you know, it ain't going to make me cry. But, dude, it's like it hits you in the gut. You're yes. like, damn it, man. Like, that's like a special type of evil. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, it seriously. Is. Like, that is. But anyway, oh man, I wish you didn't say that because it throw. You know what I mean? Because no, it makes I know, I know. It's, 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 it's I feel but, you. I know what you mean. Yeah. But the thing is, like this, in order to kill yourself, that goes against every scientific, you know, book that we have about life. And she, she just said it. Even babies in the womb with no life experiences even try to struggle for life. And uh, it's insane, but here's the thing. The only answer I have for people who commit suicide, because it's amazing, because like we even got it down, like I even can predict when they're going to do it. When they feel good, when they feel happy, that's when they're going to do it because they got the strength to kill themselves. But the thing is like this, I am convinced it is demonic forces that has to do it. Like, like uh and like oh there's no such thing it's like no there is such a there thing is such a thing yeah no because if, if god can take moses and how he did it and it aged moses these demons do this exact same thing and it ages the mind because these people are living with with god knows what but i do know like the remorse is killing them but yet somehow, some way, they can't shake that disease of going out there, pulling out their gun, doing it again. And instead of doing it again, they kill themselves. And because the thing is like this, how many police officers honestly suffer from PTSD? How many? Honestly, I don't even know. I don't think anybody really knows. But I'm telling you now, in the old days, in the 80s, 70s, 60s, because I don't want to say old days anymore, but from the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, you would never see this in police officers because police officers weren't just killing people. They weren't shooting people. They weren't using deadly force all the time. Yeah. yeah. They just wouldn't. I mean, they would have this stupid training video from the 60s and, um, you know, this guy was coming and then the cop was, hey, stop, stop, stop. And this guy had something in his hand and his hand was out and it was a car that's, hey, I'm deaf. You know, I'm deaf. I need help. I know. God. You know, that that was like one of the old training videos. Like, hey, not to shoot just because somebody's doing this. And now it's like, shoot, 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 because you never know. <sighs> but that's the thing. Progressives have been very, very, I don't want to say clever, but I can't think of any other word. But they have been very, very clever into making an entire society, especially the Christians, into believing that our police officers need to kill everybody because everybody's dangerous. Right. You right. Know, criminals are not dangerous people. They are misguided people who are trying to get ahead. Seriously, that's what criminals are. 
uh, you know, some criminals we respect and some criminals we don't respect. Like Hollywood has like financial criminals, you know, people who rob like like we, Robin Hood. Yeah. And you know, like Robin Hood is has been glamorized. So we love criminals that uh Johnny Depp played a gangster who who was uh all about that. He'd kill only the bad people, but he would rob the banks and but you know what I mean? We've glamorized those types of killers and other types of criminals like Perch Hillary Nash. Clinton. Yeah, or, or yeah, no, but Hillary Clinton kills people. <laughs> she does it, it, it it's without a doubt she you know you hate i mean she has she doesn't pull the trigger like i said she manipulates situations where people just die well she <laughs> she yeah i mean haiti, her name. haiti is the big one and then uh yeah no but there's like specific people like political opponents like you said haiti how many people died in haiti based on her actions you know what I mean? And, and it's like, like I said, progressives love to manipulate societies into killing themselves or killing each other. That's what progressive ideology is. The biggest threat to black people aren't police officers. It's themselves. Blacks will kill each other. Why? Because they're trained to do that way. They in a brother versus brother. They kill each other like it's okay. No cop is going to kill a black dude. <laughs> it's a black dude's gonna kill another black dude it's just how it works i mean you know look just look at chicago baltimore you know any of these cities detroit you know blacks kill other blacks it's a myth that cops are gonna kill them and then i said yeah but you guys are talking about cop killing and, and that's why they do it yeah but cops don't go out there oh i'm gonna kill a black dude they go out there because they are trained to fear the public they are trained to fear that their lives are always in jeopardy but it's not true the the stats prove it the demons have literally taken oh my god you know do i sound like alex no. jones at this point no, <laughs> because, because i, I sound i want to i want to talk devil. more about that but you haven't read the new testament so i don't want to like say it like this is all real stuff like this you're not lying i believe in that and you're not crazy you're not alex jones but it's the fact that you can deduce that from what you from what limited you know of the bible just makes me think that you should read the new testament but you're not wrong well see but the thing is physics also bears this to be true because everybody knows that there is a, a, a multi-universes and things like i mean because it's spiritual like, world which is a basically well, another dimension basically yeah, i'm another telling dimension. you it has to i mean because i know like comic books have like oh the infinite crisis on earth and like all these different earths no it's not like that but there there really has to be because it's the only way time makes sense because we are repeating ourselves because there's no way the bible i mean it has to be true all that stuff in the bible has to be true and we are actually living like our universe is different i mean okay so we are living in a second or third type of universe that god had made so these, so the universe from the first universe, second universes, is because, I, like, according to Genesis and Exodus, there's only, I mean, according to the Bible, there's only three universes like that are running parallel, and I think the demons from the first universe and the second universe are are those have to be demonic forces. 
and for whatever reasons, and this is something I, I, I can't figure out, they have the ability to travel back and forth from this universe to this other universe that we can't see because they are particles. So if you understand how particles move, those are actual demons. Seriously, those yeah. particles, because see, you know, they act like a wave. So when it's a wave, that's demon form of whatever it is they're trying to get us to do. And they're, be, I mean, because, you know, because look, according to the Bible, uh, those people lost and God gave us what we have now. So what we are living in now, God gave us that, and those demons have been cast aside. They weren't destroyed, but they live in an alternate universe, according to God, because God set back the day 24 hours and changed the entire universe. So, But he didn't kill every. So those people still exist. Those demons still exist. So I have to believe that to be true because the math tells us it's true. But for whatever reasons, these guys can cross, like, yeah, I still, like, because there's no, they really don't get into what those other beings were. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's yeah, so, but they have to be real. Like, why would they be gone? Why would they, you know, stop existing? You know, so, and we cannot see a lot of these parts. We just can't. Our eyesight is limited. Right. So because of that, those demons have to exist. They have to exist because God didn't eliminate them the way he eliminated everybody else on the floods. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there is proof. That's why the giant's gone. God wiped them out. <laughs> he, he wiped them out. He killed them off. Uh, why are the, all the six-day people gone? Well, because God created atmosphere and he wiped them out. <laughs> well, also <laughs> Only the, the flood, whales existed. The, yeah, and the flood did that too, you know? Yeah, so whoever could serve, you know, but it's the truth. That's literally what happened. God goes, you and know, you know what? what? That's, not even, that's not even just if you believe the Bible or not. That's in recorded history too. So I don't know why people have a hard time believing the flood. Like, Yeah, no, but you know, like there's at least 50 different references from other cultures from around the world of the great flood. Yeah. At least 50. So it's like, come on. <laughs> at some point we have to admit that it actually happened because if you believe the ice, uh, the, Dude. You know, the ice age, we used to be one big ice planet, the water melted and it no matter what happens, there was a flood. Yeah. And here's the deal too. I know we're getting off topic from police suicides, but it's all related into this ideology. We have to wrap things up here. But dude, I looked into um, like Mount Vesuvius and like volcanoes and stuff. Dude, there's no way humans have weapons that, that are more powerful yeah. than volcanoes. Volcanoes are God's wrath. When they talk about fire and brimstone raining down from heaven, that's what happened to Pompeii. Like, I watched an animation. I'm like, dude, that's God's wrath right there. Like, No, but it's the truth. All of our nuclear bombs combined, every single not, nuclear Not even bomb. in comparison to yeah, those, those, close. Those, one of the strongest volcanoes, most dangerous. And Mount Vesuvius isn't even the biggest volcano on the planet. You know, there are it's bigger not. volcanoes and, you know, like literally when a volcano erupts, the sky turns black. Like that's like not an exaggeration. Like that's how much output of ash and soot and fire comes out. Cause literally that molten lava that comes out, that's like the surface of the sun. 
that's like that's what's coming out of a volcano and there's earthquakes <laughs> no, when but, a volcano erupts there's also earthquakes like but you got to remember what you said is exactly true the heat from that volcano is very near well like a, you know those uh they call them sunspots like black spots yeah it's a lot cooler than the rest of the earth but that the volcano the lava is about as hot as that that, that sunspot yeah that's in nothing we can produce can create that kind of heat not one thing right. it's insane we try but we cannot do it one volcano mount vesuvius buried cities within a 50 mile radius in like 20 feet of ash and soon yeah. like that there, there's no bomb that we have that does that a 50 mile radius because here's the thing you got nature right so the wind actually the atmosphere because when the volcano erupts and people are like, why is there a lightning? Well, it's because it's going up into the atmosphere. And that's what creates more fire. And it's, it's, it's kind of badass. But I looked into it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Like, volcanoes <laughs> no, are no is. joke. Volcanoes are like literally like that. Those are that is like Earth's way of reacting. Like, you know, I'm serious. Like a see, volcano no, I, erupts. I, 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 it's, and that's uh, see, I'm glad you brought that up. But but because I, I, you know, no, but. Jesus, like when you really think about our conceit, humans are conceited, like, oh, we're so powerful. We're no, we don't got shit on, on, on nature. It's just the truth. Yeah. A big tree can fall on us. Like if, if a redwood tree falls, it will kill everybody underneath it. This is how it works. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's just boom, just like that. Nobody is that strong where in one blow, you can kill 10 humans with one blow. But a tree can fall on you and it killed 10, 20, 30 people, yeah. depending on how long that tree is. <laughs> but anyway, but but going back to and 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 the reason why I really wanted to tie this with Christianity is because the constitution is literally based on Christianity and Christian principles. I just don't know enough about the New Testament to articulate it enough, but I know enough about the parables to understand search and seizure, why search and seizure is wrong. I can understand mm -hmm. why prisons are wrong. I can understand why we shouldn't judge other people and try to help other people. I, I, I get it. But the one thing I'll say right now, you know, to tie everything together, without God, without Christianity belief, suicides are mm -hmm. off the charts on our police officers who are policing us. Right. Police officers are our shepherds in theory, but they're not. And that's why I keep telling everybody, whoever's listening, I don't care. If you are a real Christian dude that understands the Bible, and I don't want, you know, why I say dude and not woman is because women aren't built for this. They just aren't. A, a woman cannot do a policeman's job. Right. No woman can bench. And if a woman can, then shit, I guess she should be a cop. But if a woman can bench three, like 305, 300 pounds, bench, uh, squat 650, maybe 600, if a woman can do that, then by all means, let her be a cop. But it's not a woman's job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. women, they are too emotional to do this. Like a man's emotions can be tied into his orgasm. An orgasm is only like four or five seconds in a male, a woman's <laughs> orgasms minutes. And she feels the effects of that for weeks. 
that feeling of love and blah, 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 blah. There's an attachment to that. Whereas men, their emotions, three or four seconds long. And, but they live with the nightmares of demons forever. And that's the difference. It's not like, so, you know, a woman can be confused with a lot of demonic forces and, and it's, but a man is built differently. And because his emotions are different, I believe they're better equipped, which is why Moses didn't die when he was with God. Right. You know, he, he was messed up, but he didn't die. He was affected by it forever. And that same thing, demons can do the same things to people. They could affect you if you don't have it. Men are better equipped to shake off demonic forces than women. It's just, a bio, those are just little biological differences. You know, like yeah. if a demon seduces a woman, she's done. You know, and it's going to be very hard to get her out of it. I mean, I don't know, but just based on what I know of human physiology and physics and things like that, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So men need, well, I'll say it like this. The Christian people out there need to really understand this because I don't want to sound crazy to anybody. But what we have to do is bring back Christian principles into our classrooms. How do you do that? By mandating constitutional and I mean real constitutional understanding into our classrooms. And the best way to do it is through teaching parables. Seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, on Sesame Street in 1969, they had some girl, some famous singer singing, he got the whole world in his hands. I'm not kidding. That was on Sesame Street. <laughs> This really was. And everybody was singing. He got you and me in his hand. You know what I mean? And, and that's actually a physics principle. Right. You know, like if you can understand something like that, then you can understand the basis of physics. Physics ain't that hard, actually. But it's crazy when you start breaking down, like, the stories in the Old Testament with physics. Like, whoa, this is actually true. Right. It works out. These things actually works out. But then... The question is, why? Why of this? Why? Because, you know, the why is, can we honestly, I, I, this is what I, I'm gathering, because God doesn't want us to worship other gods and, and, and ourselves and, you know, want us to only worship him. So, and that's, and that's why. The why is a test. Are we going to be worshiping ourselves? Are we going to believe that we are better? Because literally God got rid of everything for us. And the right. only reason why these demons come through is because of progressive ideology, which teaches us that we are gods. And as soon as we start believing we are godlike, mm -hmm. the demons come right into your head or your heart or wherever it goes in through, maybe your ears, I don't know. But it makes these cops into killers. Yeah. And then when these cops kill or use deadly force, and they can't handle it because it just, that is, look, thou shalt not kill is a real thing why because it destroys and rips your soul there was this thing about harry potter the uh, building a horcrux when you kill somebody you could rip it rips your soul in pieces and and that guy the the, the head wizard the evil wizard guy did it seven times mm -hmm. so he could split his soul seven and, and hide it in seven different pieces so he could live forever but only through evil can you do something like that but there is some truth that killing somebody rips your soul 
And I think that's probably one of the main reasons why I'm an atheist, because, you know, when we were young, got into a lot of massive fights. Like I said, one fight was right. so bad, 32 counts of attempted murder. And uh, you have to shut your soul off in order to do what we used to do as kids. Because, you know what I mean? Like my boy, he's full, like baseball swing with the machete, like a machete. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, these intestines came right on out. No, and uh, about that. You, you have to shut off your, your soul. Like, you have, like it can't exist in order for you to live this way. But if you honestly have a soul and you feel remorse, there's no way you can live with yourself for doing something like that. You can't. I can because I got no soul. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. we, we got to wrap this up, man. Do you have any final thoughts on it? Yeah, because... those are my final thoughts. My final thoughts is like this in this order. The Christian people need to rise, take over our education system, implant it with curriculum that teaches the constitution and parables so that way it doesn't go against the first amendment you teach god through parables not god jesus you got to teach jesus or christian or no jesus philosophy through parables you got to teach us parables that are in whatever parables are in the new testament you have to incorporate that into our education Mm -hmm. but you don't have to use the word jesus just whatever and then after that we will have better cops and our cops have to have some sort of spiritual guidance. They really do. The ministers and it, look, it has to be done for free. The preachers, the ministers have to go and mentor our police officers because they are our shepherds. They're shepherds. Our priests are our shepherds in theory. And then our cops need mentoring. So whoever's listening, they need to start a Christian ministry and teach the Constitution to these cops who take an oath to uphold the Constitution, yet they know nothing about it. You know, they're not required to read the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Not one cop. Well, okay, I'll say it like this. 95% of all police officers have never read the Constitution. 5% have read it. And out of that 5%, very little understand it. Well, that's why uh, people... Um... That's why they, they take away our rights because, you know, they, they don't know. They, they don't take act- away our rights because they don't want you to believe in God. It is the greatest hoax to yeah. ever be done. To, for people to believe that there is no God, it's the greatest hoax, even greater than Martin Luther King. That's the greatest hoax is taking God out of everything. Oh, God doesn't exist. Why would a God need to take attendance? Why would a God need money? See, the reason why for tithing, it isn't for god himself it's for us because the leaders are mentoring so when you tithe that tithing money will allow a preacher or whoever to go and mentor these cops for free right that's what tithing's for not oh it doesn't go to god like this not like god's hoarding money no it's for the church it's for the community it's for you to yeah, build. exactly that's yeah. but that's like oh you know because a lot of atheists will say shit like that Oh, you know, so these guys can buy jet planes and fly around. And I said, no, no, no. Those aren't real biblical people. Those aren't real Christians. Those are just pretenders. You know, like MLK Jr. Was he a real? Probably not. He didn't spend a lot of time mentoring people to be shepherds over the real weak people. You know, but anyway, so those are my final thoughts. And I hope people are, you know, we, we woke people up to police suicides being a real thing. Those are the solutions. 
the right. solution is, and always, and I hate to say this because then our show is going to be like redundant because I have no more show because it's just turn to Christ and that's the answer to everything. But it actually kind of is. Right. But it's not like, but we have to understand what is the purpose of tithing? What is the purpose of like, why give money to God? You're not giving it to God. He don't need your money. But we, look, I don't have time to be mentoring cops because, you know, I'll probably beat them up or something. You know, like I can't do it. I'm an angry, angry dude. So, and because of that, I have to give money to somebody to do it in my behalf. Because I know what's right. I probably need some kind of counseling, but you know what I mean? But it's the yeah. truth. Certain people cannot do it. And that's why we have to, we honestly have to find real leaders and just back them financially. So there that way they can get things done. Yeah. Either way, those, those are my uh, final thoughts on, on that police suicide thing. But remember, 159 cops were killed by suicide last year. And all of the deaths, 52 with gunfire, 17 with heart attacks, uh, um, you know, eight with vehicle or assaults. All of that combined doesn't equal to all the suicide deaths. Right. So remember, the demons are running wild on our cops, just running wild. And they are more likely, three times more likely to die of suicide than they are by a black dude holding them up. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm telling you now, this whole thing is a myth. Black on black crime is real. The cops ain't killing blacks and blacks ain't killing cops. It's not as so dangerous as people think it is. What's dangerous is not having, like, seriously, I didn't realize the difference from growing up and having like, cause dude, it was easy to be a thug when everybody's a Christian, you know what I mean? But now that everybody's not a Christian, dude, it is deadly to be a thug now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Cause the thugs are killing each other. The cops are killing themselves. It's insane. It's mass. It's like, this is real mass. And I mean, we are in a mass crisis without Christianity. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Well, we'll dive into it further in in later episodes. You know, this is something that, you know, by no means is over. But thank you guys for listening to the show. Be sure to tune into the following episodes next week. Leave a review on iTunes if you haven't done so already. And we'll see you guys soon. Take care.